0: Hello everyone, and welcome to a Gary-less Russian Fumble podcast. Uh, the resident Packers fan has jumped ship to try and avoid the tirade of abuse coming his way this uh, this week. Um, I don't know whether we broke his spirit last week, but he would have only matched the rest of the Packers team, really, in that level of disappointment. Um, we're here. Uh, this is Phil. Obviously, you recognize my monotone, boring voice, uh, and we're joined with our favorite BTEC lesbian. Harrison, how are you, sir? Uh,
1: couldn't be any better. Um
0: yeah let's get going <laughs> excellent it's a week before the super bowl um so obviously there's absolutely nothing to talk about no matter how much every other podcast tries to generate content so we've decided to have a end of season awards program uh in the intimidable or whatever that word is um russian fumble style um they are not going to be your usual awards but we'll cover we all the big rep- one
1: we haven't prepared for this at all
0: no this, well, this is Russian fumble, so there is no. The only preparation is pressing record. Uh, as we don't have Gary here, this is something that me and Harrison have had to blunder our way through in the 15 minutes before recording this pod.
1: And if you miss Gary, let us know. We'll get him back.
0: Yeah, I mean, and obviously on the opposite side, if you thoroughly enjoy it without him on here, let us know as well because we can keep him off. Yeah. Although he does have access to the actual podcast, so he might have to just make a rival one.
1: Russian <laughs> fumble. Rush.
0: The Fumble Rush, fuck you Gary, fuck Tom Brady podcast. Uh, So, um, if you're happy if I kick things off, we'll start with the big bad boy, uh, which everyone obviously fights for every season, which is the MVP award. Tough one. It is. There's been a lot of good players out there. Um, I personally have got no interest in any of that. Um, that sounds like good podcasting and that's for losers. Exactly. <laughs> Not for painfully crying sore losers such as us. Uh, so uh, the MVP award, which will be the most vanilla player, uh, it's a man who's been covered a lot on this podcast. I think we've definitely got to consider putting forward Jared Goff. Yeah.
1: Um, when was the last time he did anything that wasn't
0: vanilla? Even getting transferred out of LA, going to somewhere like Detroit, is about as middle of the road as you could get.
1: And of course, there was just that, like, my favourite insult, Tech, thank you LA letter on Twitter. And it's just like, at least you write it, not your publicist.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that. as he just said uh, that? Thank you. Thank you, thank you insert city here. It's literally every other thank you,
1: like... <laughs> Player going the other way, contract ending letter. It's like, oh, you're such a great city. The people are amazing. I'm not sure about LA, but I'm pretty sure it's quite a dodgy place.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people who live in LA have a certain amount of disdain for the city. i don't yeah. think it's the best place on earth.
1: But at least some people, you know, have a bit of culture about them.
0: Yeah, and again, a bit of class. To be fair, yeah. it is the, it is it is the most Jerry Goff thing though to get your publicist to write your thank you letter though. Yeah. Can't even be bothered. He isn't imaginative enough to write a, a sincere thank you to somebody. I bet when he finishes having sex with his wife, he just gives a nice little pat on the head. Because half of LA are just gone, who hey, was that guy? Have <laughs> yeah. you just kicked up and just got rid of a punter or something? <laughs> Is there anyone else that you think could challenge him? Anyone as inane and uh, forgettable as Jared, um, what's his name?
1: Um, no, because there's personali- personality in other players in the, you know, even Chad Henney he, he <laughs> had one play and even he left more personality on me than Gerard Goff so
0: <laughs> in three years time I will remember more about Chad Henney than I will Gerard Goff because yeah. he'll be parking will be parking cars in a stadium somewhere the,
1: the defence made that Rams team great didn't it like
0: hmm. and that's where all the personality was as well Ramsey and yeah. uh, Donald and people like that
1: well do we not nominate Gerard Goff just to foot Gary over because Gary <laughs> really likes him <laughs>
0: Oh, who I mean, uh, Marcos Scantling was fairly inane all season,
1: yeah. although he did have death threats for fumbling it against the Colts.
0: <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to be fair, it's quite hard to be in to offer a death threat to a blancmange. So he's already so I think got, we've to... got
1: our winner there in Mr. Yep.
0: Goff himself. I think so, except for who is, the... might know is a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard of him. <laughs> So he's just shifted to um, the the sunny north. I, I'll
1: just in classic, um,
0: you know, <laughs> true Russian fumble style. Russian Harris, fumble style. Uh, Harrison, no, Harrison's filling the airways with a wonderful bit of content by wandering off camera. I don't know whether he's I've sweeping. Been trying to find Gerard Goff somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you got a blank piece of A4 paper? I mean. Uh, too much personal. Totally too too much. Yeah, literally a plain piece of white A4 paper. (laughs) Not even A3 or A5. They're exciting. They're different.
1: (laughs) Not even the good paper, the cheap paper that all industries buy.
0: No. I trust I started started using this kind of slightly weird, grey, brown, plain A4 (laughs) because it's cheaper, I'm guessing. Do you want to do the next one? What's up next?
1: The off well, best offensive player. Is that what we're calling it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, offensive, the most offensive player of the year.
1: Yeah, so just so anyone doesn't get confused, this isn't the best offensive player of the year. Fuck them. This is the most offensive player of the year.
0: The person that's um, caused you the most offense.
1: I mean, if it was personal awards, it definitely would go into Tom Brady, because fuck Tom Brady. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he does. Have his very presence and existence in the world.
1: Yeah, but oh. I mean, Carson Wentz has got to be up there for just destroying an organization because he can't be arsed.
0: <laughs> season upon season.
1: season.
0: Funny. That that franchise went
1: downhill ever since Big Daddy Falls left, let's be
0: honest. Yeah, to be fair. Maybe he was just like his um, catalyst. He didn't fold actually do much. He just made Wentz a better player. The moment they lost him, Wentz just started a steady decline. Mm-hmm. There's um, shallower declines on the fucking Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried, at least he, you know, he put some effort into it as well. Last year it was fumbles. He was a league leader in, in fumbles. This year it's interceptions. I think um, he had, yeah, um, he, he that, may have, well, yeah, he may have had the most. Uh, Interceptions this year, despite only playing about nine games or something like that. <laughs> it might not be statistically true, but that doesn't stop it being a fact.
1: Do you? What's amazing? He's going to end up at Indianapolis.
0: He is. He is. You're going to have the glory, glory of um, old Carson. I
1: was looking. For, I mean, I was looking forward to Matthew Stafford, but the thing, the Rams, well overpaid for him.
0: <clears throat> yes. So, but I mean, I respect. Um, I kind of respect uh, McVeigh for that because he's just aggressive. He's always overpaid for players. It was something like two firsts for Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, another first or two on someone else as well. I can't it's remember sort it of it,
1: as if, <clears throat> no. in another universe, Bill O'Brien, all his pit trades would have worked out and Sean McVay's wouldn't.
0: <laughs> the Anti-Bill O'Brien. Yeah. <clears throat> Just he overpays, but they all actually, uh, he overpays well. Overpays for good, <laughs> good quality. Yeah. No, it sounds right. Like, as I say, yes, they have two or three. And also I read something as well that they've um, a lot of their stars have come from later rounds as well. So they don't value that first round pick the same I as know. others. You get cheaper yeah, it's, for the later picks as it's well. It's
1: to been more of a trend nowadays, isn't it? People tend to be trending out of the first round. Um, the Colts do it religiously at the minute. I don't think we'll do it this year because we need a QB. Yeah. Um, Jason, don't worry about it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm riding the Jacob Eason train. He's going to win his three Super Bowls. I bet He's a fantastic player. So yeah. What position? Um, <laughs> backup quarterback. <laughs> he he's just look at this Jacoby Brissett being a backup quarterback. So, it's all right. No, Bowl, no. Hey, you know what I mean? If you know we got Jacoby Brissett, Super Bowl winner, we get Jimmy <laughs> G in. You know that's two Super Bowl winners. So,
0: no, that's great. Are you going to act like the Bucks fans and claim them both as well? Oh yeah, of course. You're currently the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl winning Colts team because yeah. you've got Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> second in command.
1: And technically, Peyton's Super Bowl in Denver was really Colts Super Bowl, wasn't it? Let's be honest.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm fine. <laughs> fine by, that's fine by me. We, we were the ones who cut him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. See you later, pal. <laughs>
0: Yeah. He, he would have won it in, uh, uh, in in Indianapolis. So even though he did win it elsewhere, technically, really, it's yours. I think.
1: Anyway, we digress. Have you got yep. anyone else to pull for the off- <laughs> most offensive player?
0: The only person I think the only person I'd throw in would probably be um, Jakeem Grant from the uh, Dolphins. Yeah. What, watching him be a um, basically like target practice for a, a, a learning quarterback all season, no matter where he were, he, he ran. Um, Tua managed to hit him with a ball he just forgot that his job wasn't to be hit by it, it was to catch it
1: I, was like, I don't remember this part of training <laughs> yeah.
0: I keep blacking out after this, maybe he's got Coupé, maybe he's got um CT or whatever it is
1: We could put forward um, Kevin King for his amazing NFC Championship game
0: <laughs> uh, That was a, a disgustingly offensive um, uh, hours worth of football from him really What he I got, love
1: these is- when you've got two minutes left and you can possibly get a free and out on Tom Brady and you just rugby tackle a guy to the floor,
0: pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you do and grab a, grab his a shirt a bit and things like that as well and do all these things. It's a fact he got beaten pretty much every way you could. It's like a perfect hat trick against him almost. He got beaten when he was running long, then he got beaten <laughs> long when he started pulled up short, then the guy got past him so he just pulled his shirt like a massive pansy. So We'll um, definitely
1: go back to Green Bay after
0: that. Yes, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know what in what role.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> he pulled shirts, and maybe he could work in a laundrette.
1: So who's going to be <clears throat> our winner there?
0: Uh, personally, I think we've got to go with the one and only Carson Wentz. Um, he played that poorly, uh, and was that gash for that long that he got pulled for a rookie quarterback that they knew absolutely nothing about, who hadn't even seen a seen a ball all season. They still went. It's got to be worth a try.
1: <laughs> yeah, no arguments there. Carson went most <sighs> offensive player of the year.
0: Fantastic. Well done, Carson. Uh, next up, we've got a defensive player of the year. Uh, obviously, not for the excellence of their defensive play, but Morley Main through. Morley Main through. It's a cracking set of words. Uh, mainly uh, for their defensiveness and excuses for lack of good play. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, number one candidate instantly obviously has to be the one and only man that no one can guard, no one in the world except the entirety of the Saints team and pretty much everyone else all season, really. Um, Michael Thomas, when he's doing well, he still has excuses for why he's not better if when he's doing shit, which he did regularly. Uh, it was always, there's always there was some reason. Oh, this guy was there. Well, you try doing it when this happened. Well, that's happening. I've stubbed my toe. My finger hurts. My child didn't sleep very well last night. The bus was late. Um, every excuse under the sun to explain why he's playing so gash.
1: I mean, if I can bring the comparisons home a little bit, he's like Mesut Ozil. <laughs> when you're winning 4-0, you know, he's an amazing player and he creates everything. But when it's one of them games like Burnley away on a Thursday night and it's pissing it down... And it's like one hole or one nil or something, and it's a scrappy
0: goal. You rather would have played with ten men. Yeah, the only his only job is to be marked. Yeah. But at <laughs> least at least just kind of run to the middle and run to the side a little bit and just clear some space for us. We'll he doesn't do even he doesn't even do that well.
1: Right. Like, oh wait, yeah, T. Y. Hilton's not had a great year. Mm-hmm. But he's still caught a few. Yeah. And he you know, he, he opens up other people, but
0: that's it, and he makes defenses think. At least the most uh, most wide receiver ones for most teams do that. Um, yeah. But when they don't do that, they then don't spend about four hours on social media calling everyone a prick and saying they just don't understand. And I've I got to be me. I've got to be me. i got to be real. Yeah. Always
1: someone else's fault. Yes. a Bit like the Packers fans, you know. It was a referee's fault. They lost.
0: Yes, it was a referee. So yeah, the um, uh, it was all the decisions that went against them. Yeah. The Bucks it's cheated grass. somewhere.
1: Grass is too long.
0: Yeah, it was the cleats. The cleats were bad. Yeah. That's the reason. The the, uh, the clock was wrong. Yeah, so, whoever, was, whoever was running the clock was drunk, even though it's the home stadium.
1: And when you don't, I think he had what zero catches in that divisional game.
0: Yeah, as it was at the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Bucks just completely shut him down. If you're the best receiver in the league, you look at Tyree Kill. He was yeah, going yeah. up. He was going up against the um. Who's the Bills cornerback? Is quite he was very good. Yeah, um. Um, then dead air. He was he was going up against him, um, <laughs> and I'm going to call him Williams because he sounds like he should be a Williams or something. Uh, he was going up against the imaginary cornerback Williams, and he still managed to find space, get open, make catches, and things like that. And that's what the top receivers do. If you're if you consider yourself to be the best um, receiver, you can't be held to zero catches, and not for the first time this season either.
1: I, I don't know what it is about the Saints, but I don't particularly hate them, but they're just an annoying team. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I've got no personal beef with the Saints. I've got, you know, even though Drew Brees did beat us in the Super Bowl, I've got no personal beef with that team. But when I was watching them against the Bucks, I was like, these really aren't as good as they've made out to
0: be. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> they're a strange team. that always seem to have one ter- one kind of really terrible game in, them, in an important um, a p- important game much yeah. like the Packers they play very well for most of the season and then when kind of push comes to shove and they have to perform um, they're just a bit plop and they did, yeah. they've they done it for the last three years or so they've been considered probably one of the best all-round teams in the league for all different weapons and players at every position but every year they come up against one team and just play absolutely average they play golf. Um yeah anyone else who anyone else you'd put up for defensive most defensive player? Um, I can't
1: think of anyone. You know, I think you got to look at the most recent thing. I could go back to week one and find someone who was shit. But when you shit in the NFC divisional game against <laughs>
0: Tom Brady in the Bucks. to get yourself to a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah.
1: And I get the books are a very good defensive team, but even I could get open on a slant once.
0: Yes. Yeah, even with a fucking geriatric guy with a pacemaker throwing to me, <laughs> yeah. Winston'll be fucking tattooing his head. Also, he's, he's used to air. Is it air in some system of trying to just fucking launch it long? Um, next year, when he takes over, lucky Saints—they're going to go from Drew Brees, who couldn't throw um, more than five yards, to Winston, who can't throw less than thirty. <laughs>
1: Quite literally, can't throw less than thirty interceptions.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. So, what was it for? Was it? He was, he was 30, thirty, wasn't he? he? Was the first 30 30-30 quarterback? Yeah. I think he. Met,
1: I think he tried for that in the end. I was watching that last game. It looked like he really? went for it. Looking, just
0: looking around, where's the no receivers? Yeah. yeah. Sling it down there.
1: And that was against the Bucks,
0: no? Or was he playing for the Bucks? Playing for the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Fitzmagic, they just had two kind of quarterbacks that they probably got about four great games between them in a season. You just hope that they're playing on that game.
1: But like Fitzmagic could not play all year. Even he's less vanilla than fucking Gerard Goff.
0: That's it. He's at least he's exciting. And that's it. Jared Goff, if you if your coach is trying to having to kind of walk you through each play whilst on the field, um then yeah, you're just you're nothing. At least Fitz will just he'll sling it around. He'll he'll have a game where he throws like five interceptions, but then he'll come out the next week and throw fucking thirty thirty points worth of touchdowns. Yeah, it's
1: like Goff's that type of guy to you know, at the end of the briefing, anyone got any questions? Nobody puts their hand up, but there's always one person who puts the fucking hand up. <laughs> Arch Gerard Goff. Magic is the guy walking out the fucking changing room already with a beer in his hand.
0: Yeah, he's lighting up, <laughs> lighting up a cigar as he's walking yeah. out. Oh, what, we're still going? <laughs> yeah. Shut yeah. up, Jakehead. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, definitely in a fucking Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Whereas Goff wants to just go over that first point because he really feels that like he needs to nail it down again. So where do I stand? <laughs> so um, yeah. Yeah. Most the, defensive
1: yeah. player, Michael Thomas. Well yeah,
0: done. Definitely. The only provisor I'd put on that is if we could put up an entire team, um, the Eagles organization, um, for spending the entire season finding any reason they're shit other than their shit. <laughs>
1: That's always a bit that sure. <laughs> yes. In the shittest division. Yes.
0: Yeah. Again, to fucking be that gash in such a gash division, they all deserve a fucking slap. Yeah. Uh what's up next?
1: Next, and um, this is a bit of a controversial one. Some fans won't like it, we will. Um, <laughs> the most dirtiest player. Now I know people are gonna be thinking, Oh, Miles Garrett for Von- smashing Mason Rudolph on the head.
0: Vontez Berfex for his entire career, that kind yeah. of stuff.
1: Dirty Dan from the Chiefs.
0: Sorensen for his spearing of uh, Tyree Hill or wherever it was.
1: Yeah. We're going in a different direction. Uh, um, And if you know, you know. But our nomination is Oydell Beckham Jr. What do we make about this, Phil?
0: Well, if you're going to pick a player who is dirty, in the technical sense of the words, that means covered in filth, you've generally got to go for a player who allegedly... Um, enjoys being shat on. And,
1: and It's not for me, not my cup of tea.
0: No, uh, don't, don't quite get the pleasure from it, but you know, I'm, not, I'm not a millionaire.
1: Mill. As long as it's not illegal. You know, he's not touching kids like some people, so it's all right.
0: <laughs> and if, I mean, if you've got that much money, uh, yeah. you've probably spent a good portion of it doing whatever you want to lots of different um, strangers for yeah. money. So eventually, you're just going to run out of things. Just like, well, I've had my anus fisted too many times now. I'm slightly bored of that. Um, I've had a those, those group of five people fist my anus. What one else is left, really?
1: One finger each.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the lucky person's the thumb man. <laughs> um, so what's left, really? All I can yeah. do is find a nice girl, settle down, and see whether she'll curl one out onto my jersey number. Oh, the question is, was it? Is it against his naked chest, or did he pick the Browns or the um, Giants jersey?
1: Oh, oh yeah, it's a tough one, isn't
0: it? I mean, brains it's... for brains for just for comedy effect, yeah. surely. But
1: it, it, I think it's got to be harder to wash out a jersey, load than it is off your chest.
0: <laughs> you just shower down pretty quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and then, do... have we got any other uh, nominees for this? I don't mean, I don't remember seeing anything come out controversially that dirty Not, not,
0: uh, so not unless you want to um, uh, consider the plague carrier Dwayne Haskins for going and getting lap dances maskless in the middle of a season
1: This, this is where it's a controversial award because that's dirty <laughs> in a different matter
0: Exactly exactly.
1: Yeah. He's a dirty boy whereas Oydell Beckham It's an eye <laughs>
0: He's a dirty, <laughs> dirty boy. <laughs> That's it. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is it's a tough one, but you've you kind of got to go for the guy covered in shit, really, haven't you, <laughs> if you're going to yeah. talk about dirty.
1: Ladies and gents, how you going? The winner of the Dirtiest Award, Idale Beckham Jr.
0: And what else are you going to do? I really wish I had some fucking canned laughter, to, uh, so some canned applause to put down through all of these. <laughs> um. I think next up we have. Um, I mean, and this is a very kind of special award. It's usually quite quite coveted each year. It's the Alex Smith Comeback Award, and this generally you want to go goes to one person, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, this generally goes to players who have gone through a lot in their life. You know, they've had to, they've maybe gone through some serious stuff off the field, serious um, injury, yeah, had to come back, have nursed back to health. Hmm. Don't know who do you think?
1: I mean, it, it's called the Alex Smith Award, and in my eyes, who I'm thinking he's had a fantastic year. Yep, sorted out a football team, the football team best he can. Um, yep, with dirty boys up there. Um, Ron Rivera,
0: he's <laughs> a fantastic comeback. And you know, who has dealt with who has dealt with more off the field than Ron Rivera?
1: Yeah, um. You know, being an Indianapolis fan, we went through it with Chuck Baganoy. You don't wish it upon a new one. Uh, kicked its ass, which is nice to see. Um, he's also kicking the ass out of the Bears' defence. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, don't feel, I feel like nobody else has gone through that this year.
0: I don't know, you see, I think, um, I, I think you've, you've, you've got to consider a team who looked like they were going to be down and out. Who looked like they were going to crash miserably, and dragged them up by the scruff of their neck in the shape of Teddy Bridgewater, yes. a much much maligned QB, who probably wasn't necessarily isn't is he a Super Bowl winner as well? Um. Uh, anywho, um, yeah, we'll we'll just will ignore the bits where he was um uh, cast aside for a couple of games by an XFL player. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, to come back from that but, as well—that's—that's that's yeah. two two comebacks in a season. That does happen in people's careers, you know. <laughs> you do get
1: benched for an XFL player. Like they say, if you don't get benched for an XFL player, you're not really an NFL
0: player. <laughs> a, but... You're not really a quarterback, are you? If no. you if you're the kind of the field marshal, the the, <laughs> you know, the general you've of your
1: team. <laughs> every game, like Patrick Mahomes, you know, I won a Super Bowl. in your rookie years, probably going to go to fifteen Super Bowls, but you've not been benched for an XFL player are you
0: that good yeah have you is that really hall of fame worthy
1: wouldn't go in the Russian fumble hall of
0: fame No, no certainly wouldn't who gives a fuck about that level of skill exactly winning's, <clears throat> oh, and winning's easy at the end of the day yeah. look at some of the people who win look at the jets exactly tom brady wins all the time and he's a fucking cunt <laughs> so you know winner's winner's winning is easy you don't have to you don't have to be good to win
1: so the Alex Smith Comeback Award.
0: Yeah, I think I, I mean I think I think you've got it really. I think it's got to go for Ron Rivera really. Yeah. So close, Alex Smith, to getting that. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe next year, if you can just get some kind of flesh-eating bacteria on your other leg, mm-hmm. or maybe your arms, you might have a, you might have a shot next year. Just go to show that um, cancer survival is more impressive than flesh-eating bacteria. There you go. Top tip of the day.
1: We're going to get cancelled after this. From
0: God's mouth to your ears.
1: Gary's (laughs) not here for one session. We get (laughs) cancelled.
0: Sorry Gary, we ruined the whole thing. (laughs) Got about 20 other pods to go on anyway. (laughs) Uh, So next up, I hope it's back to you.
1: Yeah. um, and kicking off the bangers, we're going to call these awards the bangers because these are either going to get us cancelled or they're going to make us billionaires.
0: Yeah. bangers for um, ban.
1: and the first award, the Joseph fritzel award. Um if you know you know it. if you don't
0: go <laughs> look him, him up. Yeah. Great but, um, great home builder. Mm-hmm. DIY enthusiast extraordinaire.
1: family man as well as <laughs> that. But um yeah, I mean the one candidate, the one obvious candidate for this this season. Uh D. no longer D. Sean Watson, Sean Watson.
0: The Sean, the Sean himself. Anyone,
1: anyone who don't know, go and watch the last episode, catch up on the jokes.
0: <laughs> D. <D-Sean>. that's his, <laughs> his brother, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shall we explain what this award's more about in case anyone doesn't know? I think so. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't know, Joseph Fritzl, very nasty man, um, kept, was it his daughter? Yes. Yes, imprisoned in his basement for 10 years. Something like that. And that's why the Sean Watson has nominated this, because the Texans are keeping him held hostage.
0: Well, technically, has he got them hostage because he's got the contract and the trade clause <laughs> In a flip-reverse. Um, but, yeah, that, that kind of contract. I'm the victim, big. Phil. Oh, <laughs> <a> victim. <laughs> Actually, he's, it's like Stockholm Syndrome, but got a bit too far. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I don't, and thankfully, I don't think that um, the Texans are going to be siring any grandchildren with um, Deshaun Watson either. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, they've had him, the they've owned his contract. He could sit out the season and stuff like that if he wants to. But that's an awful lot of money he's going to be missing out on um, if he sits out the season, for example. I don't think they would have to. Uh, take the cap hit for it because he's refusing to play rather than anything else. Yeah, So he's going to get injured week three. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed in the in the um, weight room. I'm trying to think if anyone else has been held hostage by anyone this year. <clears throat> I thought, to be fair, someone like Goff would um, have held LA hostage by the size of his contract. Yeah, But thankfully, he's so bland, they probably just sent the, like, the cleaner in just to say, um, uh, Jared, J-Dog, you're, um, you're heading up to Detroit, and he just went, all right. Yeah, doesn't know why. All right, I've got a bag packed anyway, just in case. Thanks I for the time, everyone.
1: If we're talking over the years, Detroit have held Matthew Stafford hostage <laughs> for too long. But again, oh, that's... Well. <laughs> Only now, after kicking out, you know, the last coaching staff and GM or whatever, have they managed to get him out of there. So it's like, the end of one of them drama movies where the police finally stole the house. <laughs>
0: the person. It's that, that story about the, um, uh, there's, uh, like a, again, like a woman or like a woman and some sisters, that like held hostage, uh, and just a black guy heard them screaming. Yeah. Um, an American just kind of went up and helped get him out of the house, report to the police, that kind of situation. He's got Stockholm Syndrome or the film Room. Yeah. Um, he's got Stockholm Syndrome, the fact that he thinks he loves Detroit when actually they've just, they've just been crap to him for the last 10 years. I still can't believe that Stafford's the same age as um, Russell Wilson either. Is he? Because oh, like Stafford seems like he's about forty-five, but same looks class. like he's looks like he's about seventeen.
1: Yeah, same class.
0: No, so Stafford came out early. So I think he yeah. came out as like a junior or something like that. So he came out like a, a year earlier than anyone would do normally, and Wilson did not see... Yeah. Hug. Uh, he did his senior year and then stayed and then came out. So he came out like about two or three years after Stafford, but they're the same age, both 32. Yeah. Spring chickens. Yeah, so
1: have we got our winner there? In the Jets?
0: Um, <clears throat> I, I do kind of think that maybe Gace held the Jets hostage with his play calling all season.
1: Uh, I think he rubbed off the Jets so, so finally. Yeah.
0: And whilst we're talking about coaches keeping people uh, hostage, I think uh, Mike Petting for Green Bay held that defense hostage. Uh, third quarter, just letting everyone else compiling in. Yeah.
1: Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if he's kept in Green Bay this year, could be the candidate for award next year.
0: Yeah, definitely. Although he seems like the kind of guy that he, just, he, he won't be held hostage. He'll, he'll um, turn the gun on himself.
1: Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think his defence has already
0: forced that on himself. <laughs> they, just, they just keep loading him up with ammo. Yeah, he's a, he's a, have you seen this, this? Have you seen this Glock? It's a lovely gun. <laughs> doesn't hurt here. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think Fritzler Award got to go to Deshaun Watson. Really, being held in uh, being held in Texas, especially considering that if um, if he doesn't get traded, you got people like the Watt going this year. Their best playmaker is currently out because he did a load of drugs, and then they just got off cast from everyone else, and a guy called Kiki QT, which is a cracking name. No. Um <clears throat> Okay. Whilst we're on, whilst, you know, scuttling by the Fritzl Award, because it might not be um, to everyone's liking, um, uh, the next award, named after uh, a fantastic musician uh, who sadly isn't with us anymore, it's the Michael Hutchins Award um, for the Biggest Choke. <laughs> Again, for those of you who don't know Michael Hutchins, he was the lead singer of a, uh, a band called In Excess. You've probably heard two of their songs, because that's very much all they did. Um, Sadly, uh, passed when he uh, attempted an wank that just went a little bit wrong. Uh, And, you know, something on that level obviously has to be a kind of a major choke. Uh, I mean, the two candidates I've got in my head are the um, end of the first half of the Green Bay championship game for going for a field goal against Tom Brady. Yeah. And um, uh, the end of the fourth quarter, Green Bay Packers um, for uh, not even going for it, really.
1: Yeah, just sort of giving the ball back to Tom Brady because that worked out for everyone who ever done
0: that. Well, he's, he's fairly famous for not being able to look after the ball well in the last like two to four minutes of a game. He's always been shit yeah. at that.
1: Uh, he's not the clutchest quarterback out there.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that was a, that was just a, a massive choke, the kind of choke that you would not wake up from.
1: Yeah, and you know, to be fair, teams do choke games. We choked the Pittsburgh game week seventeen or something like that, but that was just a regular season game, and we sort of knew we was going to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, when Tom Brady throws you three picks, and you're still choking it. <laughs> You I'm still... sorry there's, there's only one way this award to go in and it's the new Russian Fumble rule What I've just made but if <laughs> no. anything they win it
0: uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan on, um, on rules on the fly go for yeah. it
1: well Green Bay can't win it because they'd choke it
0: <laughs> just as they were they were they knew they were, going to be, they were nominated for the award they'd just fuck off and start winning again yeah but then so, if they if they would choke the award for choking doesn't that mean that they're the biggest choke or are we just going to go it's around like in circles that. on this? <laughs> <laughs> but if they choked, no. But if they choked, then they wouldn't choke. <laughs> we
1: want people to stay listening. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, it... they could get bored.
0: Because <laughs> if it's just twenty minutes for saying the word "choke" over and over again, I don't think <laughs> that's necessarily. Well, <laughs> <laughs> again, maybe, maybe it was one for the NXS fan base.
1: Yeah, um, but my nomination would be the Atlanta Falcons for just choking every game this season. <laughs>
0: The most consistent choke outside of
1: MMA. If it's just to make the joke funnier, I'd rather give it to the Falcons than Green Bay because (laughs) Green Bay choked (laughs) it. I
0: I think that's fair. I don't think they could even succeed at um, winning a choking award.
1: Yeah, and because Gary's not there, fuck Gary.
0: Yeah, yeah, fuck Gary and Tom Brady. We haven't said that for a while. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. Um, Yeah, definitely, because I think you'd you'd probably take a little bit of pride in winning an award. Yeah, um, and uh I don't think we should give him that satisfaction whilst he's sitting at home listening to this, <laughs> like he's going to listen to it. <laughs> um, whereas, although actually this is a difficult, difficult one because the Falcons didn't have a bigger choke, I don't think, than fucking up the both end of both halves in a championship game. But they did have mm-hmm. the most consistent choke. Um, they choke. Going off
1: they... the theme of an affixy wank, which is more of an. A consistent joke. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Bing. To the end game. You've turned Um, turned me. uh, I think it's got to go to the Falcons.
0: (laughs) I think you are definitely right. the most consistent joke. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yes, so Michael Hutchins' award goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Step up oh, a claim. You choked it again. Yes, yeah, so close, it's so far. Oh, um, right then. Where do we go I to next?
1: Um, well, when I tell you where we're going to next, if you're a young child, you might not come back. Um, we're going to Portugal. <laughs> we're going on holiday. Um, <laughs> I can't <laughs> even keep <this> <laughs> uh, uh, it straight.
0: It's such a shame that that's, that's probably the best segue. We've ever put together. <laughs> oh, but you guys continue. If you're a young child, go to Portugal. You might not come
1: back from this place. Um it's the Maddie McCann Award. <laughs> For what? For the biggest disappearance of the season. <laughs> now my nomination, <laughs> who I think is a fantastic nomination, is the one and only mm. Mr Haskins who <laughs> decided to go to a strip club and never come back.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry this is ter- terrible podcasting uh, sorry Haskins uh, yeah went to a strip club gave gave so much money and Covid to people that he just never returned um, yes and also probably um, probably would have been found in the back of a truck being taken out of town as well a bit like Colts going from
1: Baltimore to Windy
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Yeah, I mean, again, disappearing. this is one that I would put... Um, I, I, I was thinking that we'd definitely put forward the Falcons because their entire um, defence just seemed to disappear in the second half of every game this season. Yeah. Um, but can you disappear and choke? Constantly. Matt uh,
1: no, Ryan down. not mine.
0: Not mine, yeah. Easy a fucking rat.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Ratty mice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another another like sort of
1: Oh no, that's a different award, excuse me. Reading the wrong night, that's a different award. Can't wait for that one. So okay. uh, a little feet that, I
0: was about to say. Uh, yeah. Dwayne um, Haskins. Uh, yeah, can has be real. I mean who else who else has disappeared? I mean, other than um, pretty much the entirety of the running back um, profession this year, mm-hmm. it seemed like they all just fucking disappeared outside of Henry who's just stole everyone's yards, really. Who disappeared in the playoffs? Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's um, all, all. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, again, you could get the biggest disappearance, you could have all of um, Kevin King's uh, defensive ability.
1: Yeah, because Kevin he... King's defender. <laughs> I well, a I he have... was a 2 player, and he just thought, forgot which way he was playing. <laughs> he
0: was just running around, really. You'd like mm-hmm. when you take a dog to the park mm-hmm. and throw a stick for him. They just chase any stick going near him. He's like that. Um, but yeah, his any uh, any tactical ability or knowledge. Um, just
1: forgot what cover six was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Don't let him in the fucking end zone. What's the end zone again? That bit behind you that he's standing in your prick. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think you, I think you got a good shot there with, with Dwayne Haskins. He uh, did go to a strip club, and never returned. Oh sorry. Pittsburgh. Went went to a strip club and woke up in Pittsburgh.
1: Crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean
0: we can we can all just hope for um for the uh, award name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
1: So yeah, uh, Mr. Haskins come up to the, the lap stage and collect your Maddie <laughs> McCann award.
0: Fantastic. Well done. Uh, which then leaves the big one. <laughs> um the one that, uh, again, probably not coveted, but had a bigger impact around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for the team that, uh, you know, they were going strong, things were going well, much vaulted, and then um, something came in uh, and just kind of toppled it all. This is the 9 uh, the 11 award for the biggest collapse. There's been uh, a few around the league through the years, um, you know, teams that have had massive um, massive leads and just um, let them go, or performances that are going well. Um, I personally, I would give this award to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Having, having gone uh, 11 games and listening to a lot of Pittsburghians or Pittsboydians or whatever you want to um, whooping and hiring about how great their team is and going undefeated. Uh, to um, losing to pretty much everybody that walked in front of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can be more. You can uh, you can collapse more than that, come crashing down to earth. And the fact that they, um,
1: you know, went eleven and all it was, and then they lost three in a row, and then they lost to the Browns, and they said, "Well, the Browns are going to be the Browns or whatever it was," and then they lost to the Browns again in the playoffs which yep. was just amazing injustice.
0: Juju and um, who's the other receiver? Um, Claypool. Yeah, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Acting, acting like proper Tic Tac kicks and just mouthing off and go, "Oh yeah, well, you're shit. We're, we're the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you're just shit, aren't you? Because you're always shit." It's like, yeah, you've just been fucking Beckhamed, mate. We've what? just walked into your house and shat on your chest.
1: I like Whenever Baker Mayfield walks into Pittsburgh, now, he just fucking kills them, like <laughs> just by ten touchdowns every time.
0: I thought it meant in general. I thought like the moment that he crosses the border he just pisses on a lamppost or something marking his territory. Hmm. I still remember Deion Sanders um, after a game when he did uh, uh, in Atlanta he'd kick the shit out of somebody he just came running up to the um, uh, camera going like oh, this is my house. I built this house. This is my house. I remember when was it a Green Bay player or
1: somebody who played against he used to play for Green Bay and he scored against them in Lando Field and he pretended to wipe his ass on the goalpost Oh, 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 oh. oh, yes, I, I, I think it was a Cowboys player. I can't remember who it was, but <laughs> just like the shit, I you really gotta fucking love it.
0: Yeah, I love it. Let's forget. With uh, the Beckham, uh, pretended to um, piss like a dog on something as well. Yeah,
1: wasn't it on the centre spot? On the end no, t- uh, zone.
0: Yeah, something in the end So He scored a touchdown and then just went with a dog and pissed on something.
1: Really, um, sorry. Maybe maybe that was the you know the sign all along. Maybe it was trying to tell people.
0: Yes. Yeah, but was trying to mark his territory. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, any other any other massive collapses you um, can think of?
1: Not massive because teams were either shit this year or it was okay one day.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Green Bay's um, pass defense. Um pre-interception was pretty pretty um twin towersy <laughs> um considering they'd had quite good safeties and corners and stuff all season and they gave up uh was it was it three touchdowns in the first half but Brady score like it scored off all of the um turnovers and stuff like that.
1: Yeah um but I like I don't really like the Pittsburgh Steelers, in all honesty. No, um, with that fan base who think they're better than everyone else. But mm-hmm. like a um, I'm trying to think of a team to compare into over But like a Manchester United now. So yeah, we get it. You was good.
0: Yeah, you've done a lot of stuff in the past.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't make you entitled to things. And yes. when they turned around and thought they was entitled to the win over the Browns and the Browns won, I couldn't have laughed any harder.
0: Yeah, it was just just lovely that was. <laughs> I was acutely aware of their season as well because Dolphins have a tradition of basically monitoring anyone else who's going undefeated I <laughs> Buy uh, a bottle or something at the start of the year and then when the last undefeated team loses they, they pop the cork to kind of celebrate the fact that still there's another season that no one else has gone undefeated. So when they were 11 and it's, it's zero it's like, oh, fuck off. I'm glad they crashed down so terribly. So yes, so the nine eleven award goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go fuck yourself, you past-living motherfuckers.
1: Um, <clears throat> next award. Um, this award is another collapsible award, let's say, but in a different sense. Um, Buffalo fans, this will be close to your heart. And it's the Buffalo Table Award uh, because their thing apparently is jumping through a table. Sorry, trying to jump through a table. Every video I've seen, they missed the table and the table seems
0: to stand but
1: um, they like to go through tables for some reason. Uh, it's not my
0: biggest kink, but it might be yours. No, I'm, I'm fairly working class, but at no point have I thought I'd celebrate anything by jumping through a table. Uh, a table in the cellar. <laughs> yeah, that, but then again, I don't think I've ever really worn blue colours. Maybe it's a blue colour thing. Yeah. I imagine um, they're listening
1: to Bruce Springsteen while they're doing
0: it. Yeah, everyone's screaming they're born in the USA yeah before they jump through a table and again the thing they seem to they always seem to forget they jump through the table but they all hit the floor and the floor's not soft and the table does really mm-hmm. break your fall more than enhance it
1: at least like make sure you're not going to land on your head or something or your mm-hmm. legs because the, yeah. the jumps i have seen off top of vans you know my thing is like leave with your fucking leg or some of your ass <laughs> But they yeah. all to just like pencil dive off the top of a van and they wonder why they snap their hand.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or they, yeah, they just kind of land and shatter hips and things like that. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know the fucking floors there, you dickhead.
1: Enough ribbon of Buffalo. Let's get to the nominees. Um, my one nominee is the Green Bay oil line in the playoff season. <laughs>
0: like, I... Again, I think the important thing about this, is for the easiest collapse because those tables look pretty collapsible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and what was it four sacks in that championship game?
0: Uh, yeah, something like that. And uh, it looked like there should have been plenty more. Yeah. They're as porous as a dry sponge.
1: well I get the fact you know you're going up against Sue, who is probably one of the best defensive linemen of all time. Mm-hmm. And exactly. there's a couple of, couple of others who I can't name. But
0: Vita Vea came in for a few snaps, and he's a, he's a big old unit. Yeah, looks like um, looks like a Samoan rugby player.
1: Well. You've got Aaron Rodgers back there who is a mobile QB. So you yeah. hold him off for three seconds and he doesn't get sacked. You know, they've got Philip Rivers back there. I don't understand because he has no op- option but to stay in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, watching a lot of that this season.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, a massive six foot, six foot pocket. Stays in there with yeah. your car keys.
1: And they weren't even in Tampa Bay. If they was in Tampa Bay, I could understand, you know, how the fans might get to you the pressure, but you're in Lamboy Field and you're. You collapse that easy. I think Red's in shame.
0: Yes, yeah, it's terrible. You're playing at a championship game at home. Your conditions, your locker room, and things like that. I appreciate they're missing Bactiati and he's a uh, he's an all-pro tackle. But you're missing a tackle. You're not missing two guards, a center, and another tackle. It's only one player. And if all the pressure came from one side, that'd be fine. But they just got battered and bruised and beaten all around that O line. And Rodgers yeah. was lucky to escape with, with um, his legs working better than Alex Smith's. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, for the easiest collapse. Again, oh, it, it, it's hard not to mention the Falcons' defence. Any award um, where you basically turn into a bag of shit, they're always going to be up for it because that team, fucking hell, they couldn't defend Jesus.
1: I think me, you and Gary would have had a good chance of getting a couple of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah.
0: And a couple of sets. none of those
1: playing quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. We got a couple of that as a punter. We probably yeah. could have got through them. Um, but yeah, I think you're definitely right. I think that there's no one. They've they've managed to escape all the major awards so far tonight. Mm-hmm. But the biggest collapse, considering that he's been fairly well protected for most of the season, to um, basically just uh, thinking that acting like uh, Matadors. <laughs> and just showing them the road, going, Ole! Oh, fuck, wrong job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it definitely goes to their O-line.
1: Yeah. Uh, there you go, Gary. You'll be happy you got your first award. You didn't oh, choke man. it in the end. No. Um, <laughs> but you, some could say your own, wrong, I choked it. So, like,
0: and when Brady wins MVP, because they win the Super Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the season-long MVP, it'll be the only award the Green Bay Packers are getting this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, fuck Tom Brady, but... If he does win MBP, Aaron Rodgers now has to be the biggest choker as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, we will condense it down from the uh, from the, the entire. From, who was who was the biggest choker? Oh, um, it's, the, it's the um like the Falcons? Yeah, the consistent, oh, consistent choke. choke. i considering that he he seems to fuck up every year. <laughs> um, yeah. The multi uh, award Green Bay Oil Line. Yes, well done, yeah. Uh, I think there's just a few to kind of fire through at the end here, really. Yeah. Because I feel like we've been prattling on for quite a while now. Um, I would like to um, have the breakout award, which is always uh, a, an award looked at each year. Not necessarily one of the most official ones, but they always look at like who's had a great season, who's uh, kind of come out of nowhere, really surprised you, like a Gibson this year. Yeah. Rockies in like Jefferson and people like that. Uh, That's what the proper award would be for. Uh, My breakout award would go to um, Justin Herbert's face after he cut his hair um, because he instantly went from looking like a kind of mid-twenties American football player to one of um, Philip Rivers' 14-year-old's kids with a face full of acne. Yeah.
1: So do you know Philip Rivers is retiring so he can go and manage a football team? I didn't realize that football team would be the Chargers, and it'd be all these kids playing. Yeah,
0: he's just been training them up. it's great for drills in the garden, to be fair, because if you can't do like you can't do um, off-season camps outside of the uh, legitimate ones because of the uh, the rules, but if you've just got your fucking twenty-five kids at home, you can just be running offensive and defensive drills all all summer.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm sure everyone's seen that photo. You know, Justin Herbert is still only 13, so he will grow through <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, actually. yeah, don't worry. He did he did decent, decent rookie season. But when he reaches um, puberty, yeah. uh, he might come on a bit. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So Justin Herbert, the breakout award. Um. One to rattle through for me. Is, what well, sounds like a good one, but probably isn't a good one. The UK Border Patrol award. Yeah. Um. One nomination, and this is nominated for just letting anything you want um, I mean, through. No con- Having no,
0: no, no control at all of what's coming first.
1: <laughs> There's a deadly virus coming, but yeah, keep coming back into the country.
0: All right, have you got money? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come in. You can't spend it anywhere, but fuck you, yeah, you're here now. Uh,
1: the Packers Rundy, uh, letting 90 year old Leonard Fournette walk it into the end zone.
0: Let's <laughs> just walk it, spin it. Yeah. A man who so, looks like he's about six eight and eight hundred pounds manages to spin and deke past your rundy. I don't think they have had a rundy all season. <laughs> no, they haven't. It's been terrible. But I think they were just trying to uh they're just very kind and nice people, like I'm sure most board of officers are. Yeah. Um and they didn't want the O line to um be that focused on as being so terrible. They went, Do you know what? Let's be let's be a bit extra shit ourselves today. <laughs> to look after them and take the attention away from them because you know they're, they're, we, 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 we like them we get on with them we drink with them they're all sound and then King went fuck you hold my beer <laughs> be scarred. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah UK Border Patrol award goes to the Packers Rundy. that's two two awards for Green Bay well, well done well, I don't well, know whether yeah. they've done well or they've got off lightly <laughs> it's one or the other <clears throat> Uh, I would throw out a quick uh, Rolfe Harris award for the biggest fall. Um, uh, that's got to go to the one and only Mr Danny Dimes. Yeah. Much like Rolf Harris, he'd spent quite a large portion of, uh, of the play um, rising, doing really well, getting that head of steam. People thinking, oh, amazing, that's brilliant, that's brilliant, that's great. Uh, and then in a slightly different way to Rolf Harris, he then uh, stumbled and crashed uh, and got laughed at a lot, although more for kind of looking behind him rather than um, interfering with young girls. Don't laugh; it's not funny. <coughs> I mean, you you are right. Danny Dimes is very laughable.
1: Yeah, I'm laughing at Danny Dimes. solid mean, I've just watched the video there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's
0: gone, it's gone again. Yeah. Another quick, um, another quick one for you.
1: I suppose my last award is the classic award, you know, prestigious gets given every year. It's for those who have stood out in the community, those who have done loads around, um, not just for the team, but for everyone else around, uh, especially during this year, tough year, pandemic year. And that's the fuck Tom Brady award. <laughs> and it's for the biggest, like um, fucking of, fucking Tom Brady, so the fuck off, fuck off Tom Brady award, you know, I've yeah. just adapted it, why not um, Is goes to Tom Brady I'd, fuck
0: I'd, off Yeah, I'd have to agree with you really for being, for looking like the smarmiest douche um, uh, in America <clears throat> um, for walking down a runway with um, the whitest jock looking motherfucker in Gronk um, whilst playing a song by P Diddy which
1: isn't even good rap it's yeah. like whitest rap you can get
0: <laughs> yeah exactly uh, uh, Dave Navarro playing guitar on that but yeah just two old white guys walking down trying to strut listening to um, a uh, rap song from about 15 to 20 years ago mm-hmm. definitely fuck Tom Brady <clears throat> I've got two more I'd like to throw in at the end Um, The Jermaine Greer Women's Liberation Award goes to the Washington football team um, for all of their outstanding work um, for women's freedoms and rights. Uh, I think they've been a a shining example um, to all of sports about how to treat women. Um, And the uh, final one is the Amazon Delivery Award, sponsored by Amazon, Uh, goes to Kirk Cousins for his fantastic delivery of the ball to Dalvin Cook on a regular basis. Um, I mean, I have delivery drivers who are late. They don't necessarily arrive in the time they're supposed to. But play in, play out, Cousins manages to just hand the ball to Dalvin Cook um, like a pro, really. You can see what he's paid so.
1: to. Dalvin Cook, just perfect handoff every time.
0: He exactly doesn't lose it. Yeah. Or anything like that. You know, it doesn't put in any danger. It's all the yeah. ball doesn't get destroyed or deflated or anything like that. It just gets handed off time after time, play after play um, to a, a quality, skillful um, footballer who can make something happen with it. Yeah. So, I think that's all the worlds we've got. I think so, yeah. Um, oh, uh, there, is, there is just the, I mean, you mentioned it again, but it's always worth um, doubling down on certain awards just to make sure they really get out there. That, yeah. I, I cannot say enough about how much. Tom Brady deserves that fuck Tom Brady award
1: yeah um, I wouldn't even let him collect it because fuck Tom Brady that much
0: yeah I I, no, I I, think we should invite him to the ceremony and as he gets on stage we should smash it on the floor in front of him
1: yeah or we can invite him to the ceremony give it to him really nicely because we're all scared of him
0: and they will get Gronk to beat <laughs> us up stop bringing realism into this nonsense I'm sorry, Mr. Brady, you're so good. I'm, I'm not for awestruck, anyone, You're awestruck. Yeah.
1: Because this is an audio podcast, for anyone who can't see, we do have an audience full of NFL players, you know, just with the Pro ball. Oh, COVID safe, don't worry. Uh, Tom's laughing. The <laughs> guy's laughing, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, it's a nice in joke. We've all got, everyone's wearing their fuck Tom Brady um, jersey. It's like a roast.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, I cast everything we sell there. Take it with a pinch of salt because we do no prep.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah, and uh, we we don't necessarily. It doesn't necessarily intend to be offensive. It just always tends to go that way. Yeah. Um, Unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah, that is intentionally offensive. Fuck you. Um. Yeah, that's it. Um. Curtains down. Awards Mm -hmm. over. Well done, everyone. All the winners. Your awards will be posted out to you. Um, you'll have to pay the postage because I'm not um, sending them over to America.
1: Uh, Gary, Gary will do it.
0: <clears throat> yes, true. Gary will do it. Or the Green Bay Packers with their runners-up money. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it for us, really. Next week, um, it'll be post-Super Bowl. So yeah. I'm sure there'll be some Super Bowl shithousing flying around. Um, there, uh, I'm hoping, at least, that uh, the, our intrepid leader, Gary, will be back. Um, we need some rambling Scottish guy in the pod because apparently that's the thing these days. Uh, the <laughs> Eagle, the Eagles podcast has it, so we need as. Um, um, yeah, that's if he's not too podded out with these other these fifty or sixty other side projects.
1: But being said, if you are a rambling Scot, you know, come on the show. <laughs>
0: there Tell may be why. there may be a spot opening up for you.
1: Tell us why you think Tom Brady deserves the fuck you Tom Brady award. <laughs>
0: Yeah. In that case, then thank you very much for me, Phil Swain. From (laughs) yeah, from Harrison. Uh, Again, you can find us at the same place we mentioned every time. Um, I'm at Phil Swain six. Harrison is it's
1: Harrison PodFlog.
0: Or one word. Excellent, excellent. And uh, this is we're at Russian Fumble. Um, Yeah, we've been Russian Fumble. Thank you very much if you've managed to get this far. Apologies, and uh, fuck Tom Brady.